Well, uh, yeah, last week we had a, a big federal budget. Uh, you know, these are trying times. Uh, the government is uh, incurring huge uh, deficits. Uh, so people were really interested in, um, you know, what was coming out of the budget. There's lots of demands on the budget. And we certainly have a lot of uh, very important human needs out there that have to be addressed. Uh, but there are other th things, large items in the budget that uh, really <laughs> are questionable, you know, uh, uh, and they involve very large expenditures. And notable, notable among these is the uh, Canada's uh, planned purchase of fighter jets. Uh, this would be a multi-billion dollar purchase. I think the capital cost is, uh, you know, 19 billion, but the lifetime cost is many times that. So uh, uh, peace and social justice groups across the country have been opposing this and uh, pushing for, it that, uh, for the government to put the funds into our real human needs rather than on military spending. So. Uh, we have a coalition has been formed, a coalition uh, uh, against the uh, purchase of fighter jets, and we have two people involved in that uh, coalition. We have uh, Vanessa Lantang, and she's with Voice of Women for Peace in, uh, in Toronto. Welcome, Vanessa. And uh, Br Dr. Brendan Martin, he's a physician in uh, British Columbia, and uh, he's with uh, World Beyond War. So uh, it's great to have you both here. And um, maybe we can start off with, you've uh, been involved both personally and organizationally in an action to uh, really uh, protest uh, this uh, huge uh, military expenditure. And uh, perhaps you could talk about the FAST against jets that uh, you're both involved with. So, uh, Vanessa, could you start off with, uh, uh, tell us a, a bit about, maybe could start off with a, a bit about the coalition and then about the action uh, against the uh, fighter jet purchase. Yeah, thank you, Doug, and uh, thanks for having me on here. Um, so I've been working on the No Fighter Jets campaign for about 14 months now. And it has really grown, especially with the leadership of uh, Tamara Lawrence, um, who is uh, an, uh, just an amazing activist. And she really pulled together a whole bunch of people and organizations. And we have been doing different campaigns. So we had uh, National Days of Action. We had two of them where people uh, across Canada went to their MPs, they took photos, they protested. Um, we have a petition going. We have been very active on Twitter. Um, that's help. That's uh, from the coalition's help. So we are very involved on on social media at No Fighter Jets on Twitter and Instagram. We now have a website, uh, NoFighterJets.ca, where you can learn more. And it's just been a really you know, great success seeing all of these different organizations coming together. And our most recent action was a fast against the fighter jets. It started on April 10th, which uh, signified the start of the global days against military spending. And that is exactly what we are doing. We are protesting uh, the world's exorbitant military budget. So 2019 
saw the largest increase in a decade uh, of military spending, and it is now at 1.92 trillion. And we in the coalition, we believe that that money is desperately needed to help um, you know, Canadians and people around the world with the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. We believe that money should be redirected into a more sustainable economy and just education, um, you know, housing, almost anything else other than bombs and weapons that are going to be used on people around the world in bombing campaigns. Canada shouldn't be known for bombing other people. So I just completed, um, along with Brendan, 14 days of no food to try to get people's attention to this cause because we believe that 76.8 billion should be going to um, our social needs and our human security and not to fighter jets and promoting the military industrial complex. Okay, and uh, uh, Brendan, um, could you tell us a little bit about your own organization, World Beyond War? Uh, yes, I'm a member of the Vancouver chapter of World Beyond War. Um, I was thrilled uh, in 2018 to find out about this organization. I saw videos online of the No War 2018 uh, conference in Toronto. And uh, uh, the, those videos were very moving. We had a speaker uh, from Korea. I think that was the year uh, I learned about Medea Benjamin from Code Pink and uh, how passionate she is and, and many others. But uh, I was able the next year to join, uh, that is in 2019, World Beyond War. And the resources there are just, uh, just amazing. Uh, the money video, the articles, uh, many of those articles by people who have uh, been in the armed forces and uh, have uh, had a turnaround in their, uh, in, their, in their direction and are now working towards peace. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled with, with uh, this organization. And that led me to, uh, to learn about Canadian Voice of Women for Peace, uh, the uh, Canadian uh, Foreign Policy Institute, um, Pax Christie, Toronto, all of these are involved in uh, this, this action and, and many others, the, the uh, Mennonite uh, community, the Quaker community, and it actually has strengthened our work in my church, uh, which is part of the Archdiocese of Vancouver. And uh, we have a council uh, for development and peace, which relates to uh, work overseas, working with uh, uh, grassroots organizations there that uh, work for democracy and fairness and justice. Um, as Vanessa mentioned, Tamara Johnson, uh, Tamara Lawrence has been has been a real spark. Uh, she we met her at uh, a presentation 
uh, that she was on uh, to our Vancouver chapter last July. And uh, Tamara introduced us to this issue of the fact that uh, our, our govern the government of Canada is going to purchase 88 um, bomber jets and, um, and and the cost of them as as has come out in in recent weeks uh, through great work by by uh, various people in these organizations. Um, but you know this uh, this uh, the focal point of our fast is uh, to stop our government uh, from purchasing these jets because that would be a declaration of war on poor countries. But it's all part of a, a broader issue, a broader concern related to militarization, related to the fact that our government is, is supplying weapons uh, to Saudi Arabia, one of the major aggressors, I'm sorry, yeah, one of the major aggressors to the war in Yemen, which has been going on for six years. And Canada was the second biggest exporter of weapons to Saudi Arabia in 2019, almost $3 billion. Um, and, you know, we cannot, Canada cannot speak of itself as a peace-loving nation, as a nation which promotes peace. Um, it's just a fallacy. And unfortunately, many Canadians are not aware of this. And, uh, you know, from my point of view, uh, this fast was about reaching out to Canadians uh, to make them aware and to have them uh, contact their, their members of parliament. It wasn't um, to, uh, to reach members of parliament because... I don't think we have the ability to do that. Uh, what matters to them is uh, their own constituents and votes to get into power or to stay in power. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm really, we really appreciate, you know, the efforts of, uh, of both of you and, and, the, and your organizations uh, and, uh, um, uh, What's what's the response been to uh, your your fast? First, in in terms of, of you know, I think you've invited uh, others to uh, you know uh, fast as well uh, and reflect on 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 <laughs> on these uh, important issues, or and 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 also uh, the broader public. Um, with regard to my experience. Um, my family has been very supportive of, uh, you know, they were not knowledgeable about it, but they certainly are now. And they have been uh, tremendous uh, in, in their efforts to uh, make this uh, impactful. Um, with regard to others, um, Dr. Uh, Huguette Hayden, uh, she belongs to various other organizations. She. Uh, has fasted most recently for five days and joined us uh, the first weekend of our fast as well. Um, there are Tamara Lawrence has joined us. Uh, many, many others have joined us. And Vanessa, 
what, what uh, what's been your experience with uh, you know friends and the, the broader public? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a really really wonderful experience actually. Um, I found that there has been overwhelming support, and I really have to give kudos to Brent, Dr. Brendan Martin for um, spearheading this particular uh, protest, and it's uh, it's really it's really opened my eyes. And I think that this uh, protest has reached different people than our other ones because going without food for 14 days is not uh, something that people take lightly. Um, people love food. So they're very surprised and impressed and a little concerned um, about about the fast, but uh, it all went went very well, and uh, I'm feeling great. And I think that we were able to reach a lot of different people, and people want to support you when you're doing something like this. Uh, so I've had people contact me saying that they are trying to get media contacts to try to get it into the news, and here we are on this radio program. So, you know, I think you know, there's no uh, right way to protest. You just have to try and try and try different things until you reach um, a critical mass of awareness and, and urgency where people understand that this is something that we should be talking about because unfortunately the, the mainstream media is, is not covering up. Um, even though the fighter jets are such, they are the second largest procurement in Canadian history and yet we can hardly get a word in anywhere and hardly get any MPs attention and none of the political parties um, uh, have come out against it. Um, so it's, you know, it's very, it, it, is, it is a lot of work, but I'm really happy that, that this fast has really opened up uh, new avenues for engagement. And I think uh, the fast is, uh, I guess, symbolic in that, uh, you know, these uh, humongous uh, military expenditures by Canada and uh, by other countries, uh, but particularly US, uh, uh, really uh, cause uh, starvation um, amongst uh, many people because the, you know, the resources aren't there. And then um, the, basically the military is used to enforce harsh, harsh uh, sanctions that are hurting so many countries around the world. So um, have any other uh, uh, MPs uh, been um, in touch with you or, or shown any interest so far? Um, I did contact with another member of um, World Beyond War. Last year, I spoke with our local member of parliament um, by Zoom, uh, as did a couple of, uh, let me see, was one or two uh, Langley City councillors. Um, yeah, and, and uh, that was very good. Um, the, uh, the member of parliament, uh, raised a couple of questions uh, for me to delve into, which which I did, uh, relating to the uh, percentage of civilians that are uh, killed in in uh, war, and actually I was thankful to him for doing that. But uh, we didn't shift him. Uh, in, <laughs> we didn't shift him even by a millimeter. Um, so, so as I say, it's very difficult to to uh, 
to reach members of parliament, uh, to get them to change. But what uh, I think what we need is uh, by creating awareness for this issue um, to have uh, Canadians right across the country write to their member of parliament, just two lines, do not purchase uh, fighter jets, stand up in parliament uh, to speak out against this. And that works for any party. And, uh, you know, the members of parliament can find the arguments on uh, at various other sources, but just to make it easy for people, that, prov that provides the opinion of their constituent, if they agree with that. But I believe that thousands of such letters and uh, maybe even 10, 10,000 would have a dramatic impact uh, on this struggle. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And uh, so I encourage people to, uh, our listeners to uh, consider doing that. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you're both uh, giving us lots of uh, information about the issue, but uh, I think uh, for people that want more information online, uh, I think the coalition has a website, uh, nofighterjets.ca, is that correct? Yeah, and uh, so uh, I encourage people that want to look, look into uh, this in more detail, go to Go to that website. I think there's uh, proposed actions in there, and um, uh, you know it's an, a very important issue. It's also, uh, unfortunately, just uh, one of a number of uh, military expenditures coming up because uh, the Canadian government is planning a major purchase of warships, uh, and and uh, you know the military budget. Uh, NATO is trying to compel all their members, including Canada, to keep increasing military expenditures. We, so we have these gargantuan military expenditures and we're gonna increase instead of decrease. Imagine you know, what we could do with the billions of dollars uh, that are directed to war and, and uh, use it for uh, all sorts of things. You know, uh, um, we, we, we have all these problems within Canada. We have global problems. And these uh, military expenditures just, um, uh, you know, they, they, they actually end up making things worse for other countries, uh, countries that were threatening. Uh, they then in turn will increase their military expenditures and it's just a downward cycle. So uh, uh, also I appreciated, uh, uh, you, you both mentioned uh, Tamara Lorenz. Uh, Tamara's uh, been on our show a few times. Uh, my, what a amazing, uh, uh, resource she is. She's uh, so knowledgeable about about uh, about, about uh, you know the military expenditures and uh, also uh, NATO. Um, NATO has been sort of a a sacred cow, I think, within uh, Canadian politics. Um, and um, you know, why do we need NATO? Uh, Twenty years ago, the Warsaw Pact was dissolved. The Soviet Union was dissolved. There's no there's no basis whatsoever other than just to dominate uh, other countries. So, um, Brendan, go, go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree with you totally, Doug. Um, as far as I know, uh, when uh, the Soviet Union, 
as it was known, uh, dissolved into various states. Um, NATO promised that it would not encroach upon the, that it would not expand uh, and would not encroach upon the, the borders of uh, present day uh, Russia, I guess it's called. Um, but they did not keep their word. They, they have been very provocative and uh, have encroached upon uh, borders. And certainly if we had Russia uh, sitting uh, close to, the, to our borders, uh, we would not accept it at all. Canada and the United States would not accept that at all. Yet they think it's okay to do it to other countries. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the main points I, I wanna make about NATO, but I know that uh, Vanessa is much more informed about this than I. Yeah, go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just came across um, this, uh, this quote from the Canadian Foreign Policy Institute that says that since NATO's inception, uh, Canada has contributed around 90% of its military efforts to NATO. So NATO is the reason why we are in wars. 90% um, of our military efforts go to them. And so it really, it really comes down to, you know, what, what is the benefit of this? Um, you know, why are we spending ever increasing amounts on military procurements when we are just being dragged into wars and our reputation um, as peacekeepers, which we have as a national pride, um, is being dragged through the dirt and, and I, I personally, um, I've, I get very upset about this because I think that Canadians want to be known as peacekeepers. We want to be known as doing good in the world. And this is, this is tarnishing our reputation. We only have between 42 and 47 peacekeepers right now. And we have 100,000 people in the military. And that is because um, of concerted efforts to move us into a more militarized um, e economy and and state of security instead of promoting peace and transparency and UN and humanitarian aid which we have never met our ob obligations so I, I just really want um, Canadians and, and the listeners here to to say that you know we do want to be peacekeepers and we really must um, get out of NATO because they are forcing us to spend 2% of our GDP on the military and weapons, and we don't want to be dragged into any more wars. Well, amen to that, and I think that's a good, a good note to uh, complete our discussion. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Vanessa and Brendan, for uh, joining us today, and thank, thank you especially for your, your work for peace and for uh, reducing uh, the uh, military expenditures that uh, are, are looming ahe ahead. So uh, again, thank you. So uh, we're going to return to uh, Brendan uh, with more programming on unusual sources.